Welcome to the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. We are a mother-daughter duo specializing in astrology and feng shui. Join us weekly to learn astrology and feng shui, and of course, to hear stories from our hands-on experience in the industry. You won't want to miss this. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. We are officially in June. Can you believe that? Yeah. And today we are going to be discussing Venus and Venus moving into Leo today, June 5th. Fabulous. You know, I must be honest. I don't usually track Venus that closely. Do you? No. Right. It's not. It's one of the more personal planets. It's significant in the chart, but because it moves so quickly, oftentimes, you know, it can stay in a sign for like three weeks and be off on to the next one. But today there's a reason that we need to talk about it, right? Yeah. This year is a little different because Venus is going to retrograde on July 22nd Mm -hmm. and it's going to retrograde at 28 degrees of Leo. So if you know that your sun or your moon sits at, you know, 28 degrees of Leo or Aquarius, of course, this would be very pertinent for you, Um, but it will extend its stay in Leo until October 8th. So that's much longer than the typical three weeks that Venus spends in a sign. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's happening today, June 5th, and it's going to be over with in October 8th. Yes. That's a big story. Right. And I want to clarify, if you have an August 21st, 22nd, 23rd birthday, this would probably be more significant, right? Right. Because that's where Leo is going to go retrograde, which probably, for the most part, I think it's going to be a good thing for people, those people that are born around that time. But we'll get into that, right? Yeah. Yep. And later in the podcast, we'll be talking about what this means for each of the 12 zodiac signs. Um, of course, if you know your chart, you can locate where does Leo fall in your chart. You'll know that Venus is kind of ironing over that area. But if not, we can also do it just based off of your sun sign. So, so before we get into our topic, did you want to talk about just some of the news that is happening? Uh, you know, I just thought it was interesting. I think you had, you know, well, I knew that Florida, the state of Florida, every state has a chart. I knew that Florida is a Pisces. So when Saturn moved into Pisces, I thought, hmm, Florida should be having more issues for the next couple of years, Correct. Yes. And they have been in the news a lot, Florida, for many different reasons. But particularly, Saturn is oftentimes structures. And the idea, of course, of storms coming through, hurricanes. So I just thought it was interesting. Here we are, June June 1st, already this past you know couple of days, was the kickoff of hurricane season. And the federal government has predicted a pretty, like a normal hurricane season. Okay, just in general. So they're not expecting anything crazy. But, you know, that that sounds like good news. I would be relieved a little bit to hear that if I was in Florida. But Florida's a Pisces. And with Saturn and Pisces for the next two years, I think we both would agree (laughs) that we would anticipate some very powerful and damaging storms. Yeah, absolutely. From a weather standpoint, but also, I mean, Florida does spend a lot of time in the news. (laughs) However, I do think there's been an uptick of it just this year and especially in regards to like their rules 
and their laws. And that would be Saturn, the idea of, you know, what is their foundational beliefs? And I don't know if they're leading the way with some of the things that they're coming out with, but it does feel like Florida said they're doing it. And then other states seem to be following suit or um, mimicking mimicking the version of it. Absolutely. And just even all those crazy headlines, I don't think they're true. I think they're, you know, exaggerated statements, but that idea that Disney is going to pull out from Florida or, you know, so these are all, you know, major employers would be ruled by Saturn in a state, which that's the largest on-site employer uh, in the, in the whole state. Oh, Um, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. So it, it would cause damage and, and Saturn is having to rebuild. It's put new laws, new rules in place, tear down old things, put up new things. So anyhow, again, I, I know they don't wish them ill. Yeah, <laughs> I don't of course, yeah. Damage, but I'm just saying with Saturn there for the next two years. Hmm. And they've had big storms before. So this is, I don't even know what I'm trying to allude to, but damaging would be the key word, I think. And it's very possible, too, that the laws that they're putting into place would be very damaging as well. Well, that could be restrictive. Saturn restricts, contains. Yeah, which a lot of their rules have been about restricting the LGBTQ community, restricting women. That's, I mean, that's at least what I'm hearing coming out of. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, books, banning books, uh, higher education, you know, they're just more rules of things you can't do now. And that's a nice way to put it. They're putting rules in place. You can't do this. You can't do this. You can't do that. Right. Anyhow, so there we go. That's just a thing about it. it works for states. So if you uh, and the, you can go online, you can see what the astrological chart is for Iowa or Tennessee or California. We look at them oftentimes because it's always intriguing what the big headline coming out of a state is. But uh, this one I thought was pertinent. Yeah, absolutely. In July. Um, this year, I'm doing a series of talks at the libraries, and I'm doing something similar, but for the casinos and the hotels oh. uh, to help people learn more about astrology by understanding kind of the archetype of the hotels. Oh, oh, oh fascinating. It's so like understanding Scorpio by looking at Treasure Island versus yeah. understanding Taurus by looking at the wind. So it'll, it should be a fun series. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It sounds, it sounds like a fun one to do the research on. Yeah, exactly. So getting back to Venus and Leo, like we said, Venus is going to spend um, a very long time in Leo. We could look back and the last time that this happened would have been eight years ago in 2015. So mm-hmm. you might think back like what was going on in your life that could give you some, maybe some clues as to how it might play out here over the next few months. Yeah. 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 That's a, uh, that's a good year to look back at 2015. Yeah. So just in general, what to expect with Venus and Leo, uh, Venus rules, love it, Mm -hmm. it rules money. It rules our aesthetic and Leo can be a little showy. Absolutely. The life of the party, right? Yes. Very strongly. It's focused on, you know, people who, who grab the spotlight. And that could be because they sing beautifully or because they tell a really funny joke, they dance well, or, you know, they're just maybe watering it down. Maybe they're attending a prestigious event. They get to go. They have VIP tickets. So it's a, it's a, sounds like 
oh, sounds like we should be having some fun, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you might have more opportunities to celebrate under this energy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Another thing with Venus in Leo, you know, this is about showing kind of pride or Mm -hmm. lots of flexing for who you are. So this is what I am doing. Yeah. It is very interesting just to look at the headlines that have happened here just in the past few weeks. Um, You know, June is pride month Mm -hmm. and I mean, this has happened many, many years, but this year, and again, I don't know if it's just what side of TikTok I'm on or or what, but you know, there pride is in a lot of um, headlines and I have seen even more companies jump on board with the pride. There has been more controversy as well this year with everything that's been going on uh, with target, even Chick-fil-A, if anyone's following those headlines. So just what I've caught is that there's been a lot of headlines about, um, the LGBTQ uh, uh, community leaving, saying, I have to leave this state. I have to, I'm moving out of that state. And it's not just, you know, there's just a cop, two or three states that it really is apparent from, but the idea that they're making, they're taking action. And yeah. I, that's what I'd like to get across. Venus and Leo is doing something that people can say, oh yeah, they did it. I yeah. saw them do it, or it's a fact they did it. This isn't like wishful thinking or going off and doing something very privately. It's oftentimes making a stance. Right. There can be yeah. a lot of ego in Venus and Leo. Yeah. So on a very personal standpoint, you can be saying, I, this is, you know, who I am, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it would be interesting if more companies are coming out and making their stance in oh. regards to, you mm-hmm. know, what they support who they are, what their mission is. Well, we could say that politicians as well, being more, this is what I stand for. You know, I'm not ashamed. I'm not embarrassed. This is where I stand. So it's, again, this is, this is everyone is witnessing people making stronger over the top stances or feeling empowered. Yeah. When we talk about Venus from the money side, of course, Mm -hmm. this could be a great time where you're saying, oh, I'm being more generous with money or I'm receiving money from people that are being generous with me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So there could even be like an uptick in big lottery winners. Oh yeah. Yeah. You notice there's quite a few new casinos opening here in our area, but also throughout the country. I was amazed at the number of casinos that were opening uh, over across, you know, the whole States. Yeah. And that's Venus and Leo, because that's showy. Everyone's putting their money on the line. You can see them gambling. It's a fact. They won, they lost, right? Yeah. Leo is also like, (laughs) yeah, Leo is also performance and sports. Yeah. So, you know, just, of course, uh, Las Vegas made the announcement we're officially getting a baseball team. So they've been talking about that for a while. So Venus in Leo would be a great time where we see some sort of groundbreaking, like, okay, this is really happening or even more venues that allow for performance. So I, I don't, I haven't kept track of the dome here in Las Vegas, but that's supposed to be, uh, you know, very different than what we have, but huge performance, um, area. I'd be curious if it, I don't think it's officially opened yet, but maybe. No, I don't think so. I think it's September, I think, but, um, anyhow, this is just, this is, this is, everywhere this isn't just happening here in las vegas this is the world we're talking about so there should be more focus on basically splashy venues and maybe it's just a matter of you know like 
watching something on TV that's happening at, you know, some incredibly beautiful place and that we're all getting to kind of see it. It's going to be very much in the news, but uh, it may be happening to you. Yeah. So we have four questions that maybe you should be asking yourself during this time period. Yes. And the first one, we are going to do a little tribute to Tina Turner. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the first question might be, what's love got to do with it? Yeah. Meaning, what does love look like in Mm -hmm. your life? Mm -hmm. Does it take the shape of loyalty, support, expensive presence? It could be both, right? Yeah, yeah. But what's love got to do with it would be the first question. Yes. And there could be some big stories out there that open your heart, that you show compassion, that you show support. I'm behind them type of thing. You know, all Venus retrogrades, which this is all about, is all about the idea kind of of the goddess, so to speak, going down into the underworld. That's just the symbolic story, the metaphor, so to speak, to to look within. So we could say, yeah, it's like going to therapy. It's like staying home for the weekend and just cleaning your own house and getting rid of the clutter. It's it's not you know, it's the idea we go behind the scenes, we we examine what's happening, and we make some changes as a result. So love, redefining love. Is it love or is it not love? I would also think there could be some very showy, like, proposals under this energy. Oh, <laughs> like, easily, yeah. Gifts. Engagements. Yeah. You can and also saying. apply some big divorces. What's well, that? I mean, that's right. true. It can work both ways. <laughs> But it should feel like what you're doing mm-hmm. is more grandiose than usual. So if, yes. you know, you could be with your husband for 10 years, but you're saying, I don't know, this year, this is the most expensive present I've ever bought him. Right. That would be an, just an easy example of it where mm-hmm. I've bought this person many presents, but this year it's a little bit more over the top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The second question would be, am I good enough or am I deserving? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, how many times, I mean... I'm not the bravest person on this planet. And many times I say no immediately because I'm fearful of like, what if I don't do well? What if I get in over my head? What if I don't know what to do? So no is always the kind of the safe answer, right? Yeah. From that perspective. But this is a time period. What scares you? Look at yourself. What scares you? And I always want to think of those contestants on America's Got Talent. You know, that huge stage. And sometimes you see a relatively young person walking out there, going to sing by themselves or play an instrument. I'm thinking, oh, my God, what courage (laughs) they have to go out there. And, you know, it's going to make or break them one of the two, so to speak. So anyhow, take that storyline. Think of yourself your own little America got talent, you know, what do you want to try your hand at? So it's a time to step out of your comfort zone and showcase your less than perfect skills, right? Right. Or maybe uh, they are perfect. You just don't know. Well, that, they may be more perfect than you realize, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the third question would be, where is the money? Of mm-hmm. course, we're talking about Venus. So that does put a focus on money. Of course, because it's in Leo, it can be a little bit exaggerated, Uh, But, you know, again, if we are more active with the situation, you might be saying like, okay, you know, am I getting stronger about where I'm investing? Right. Am I getting more serious? Right. And if there, and if there is no money, you might be going, where is the money? Then it's okay. It's time to start saving, right? It's time to start, you know, buckling down. Yeah. 
The fourth question would be where, um, where's the excess? Yeah. When we think, what's the phrase, like too much of something, too much of a good thing isn't a good thing or. Right. 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 When something like, oh, like, okay. Oh, the party has so much alcohol and food, but you eat too much or drink too much. And then you feel bad. Right. There's a happy medium of indulgence. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about Venus and Leo, which Leo is very showy, you could be saying, where is the excess? Right. So you could be, if we go back to the money piece, you could be saying, oh, I spend way too much. I'm spending way more than I'm making. This isn't sustainable. You could be identifying a problem with alcohol, a problem with food, a problem (laughs) where you love too much or you're you're overly generous with people that aren't reciprocating. There's also that idea where you're being, I'm giving too much time. I'm giving too much money. I'm giving too much support. No, I got to claw some of that back for myself. It's excessive behavior. So Venus in Leo does sound very fun, very exciting, but that would be the harsher or the kind of the negative side of Venus um, in Leo. So you might be, those things might feel a little bit more exaggerated during this time where you're saying, oh, maybe I'd have a problem. Maybe I need to address this. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you might just be, uh, when you're out shopping, you may be purchasing the better quality item. You may be splurging in some areas and cutting back on others. There's nothing really miraculous about this energy. It's just that you're, you're, you're prioritizing. Mm-hmm. You're prioritizing what is best for you. Absolutely. So now let's run through the 12 signs. We are going to kind of lump them together with the opposing sign just because there can be some similarities between uh, the two signs. And of course, if you know your chart, look to see where do the final degrees of Leo fall in your chart and listen for that house as well. So we'll start with Aries. And the focus would be on love relationships, big time, I would think. Yes. Maybe creating romantic moments, putting more romance in. And that could be doing something extra checking into a hotel one night for a staycation, you know, small things doesn't have to be huge things going on, but there's usually a lot of focus on love. So if you're looking for love, Aries, good. This is a great uh, stretch of time, these next four, five months to be. They could also be making some big investments into their children under this energy. Yeah. Or they could be doing something kind of grandiose in regards to what their stage is. So if, you're self-employed and you have a social media, you might be thinking, I'm going to finally hire someone to Mm -hmm. take my social media to the next level. How can I make it bigger? How can I make it better? Be really good for anyone who's into event planning, you know, staging some really refined events, uh, either because of the venue, because of the decor, something's going on to really elevate. So a great time for a wedding, I might say, for all Aries. Yeah. Next, we'll talk about Libra. This is in that 11th house or Libra rising, of course. And this would be excellent for any sort of new contracts or joining groups. There should be some great benefits with the support that would show up. You know, being invited into new groups, networking. Oh my gosh, networking would be a must under this energy. I would think for Libras, connections, new connections that open up new doors, new groups of people, excellent energy. And 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 possibly just good friendships coming out of it. Yeah. 
even 11th house, I think we, I don't think we talk about this that often, but like hopes and dreams can fall into the 11th house. You know what? So it, it is very possible that Libras are taking something that oh, I, I've just dreamed of this mm-hmm. um, and kind of seeing it maybe have a little bit more physicality to it where, oh my, I'm seeing it kind of play out. Yeah. I would encourage Libras. What's the big dream? What's the bigger plan here? Before we get into our next signs, we're going to hear from a quick commercial break. Okay, welcome back. So now we're going to talk about Taurus or Taurus rising. This would be um, affecting the fourth house. Right. So there should be some either, there could be some nice vacations or there could be a lot of focus on home. How do we upgrade the home? How do we create more happiness within the home? Um, Even just milestone events for the home or the family. Like, oh, this is our first home together. I also want to get, I want to put some levity into that topic there. Cause there could be something like a family within the family. Maybe we need to do an intervention. Maybe we need to have a family meeting to discuss something. So just be aware that Venus in the fourth house can bring up some very sensitive issues about overindulgence, you know? So maybe we're talking about someone's overspending, someone's over drinking, someone is breaking all the rules. We need to have harmony again. And so it would support that. Yeah. There but, should be some nice expansion too within business. Yes. Because the fourth house is the foundation. So of course it's easy to talk about the physical home. Of right. course, we talk about the family, but you could even be just laying some roots where you're saying, oh, this is more stable or right. more gain for my financial situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real estate could be very good for Taurus over these next uh, four or five months. Yeah. For Scorpio or Scorpio rising, we're going to look at the 10th house. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this puts a lot of focus on your work. How hard are you willing to work? Well, there could be more focus on, you know, um, appreciating yourself and appreciating what you've already contributed and letting other people fill in the other stuff. Yeah. So there's an enhancement here in how one may be thinking about oneself. It could even, you could even be judged very favorably. So I'm thinking of a Scorpio that just landed, you know, a great job and she's me traveling a lot with it, but Mm -hmm. she's already having second thoughts, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's going to look beautiful. Like through social media, it's going to look like, wow, must be nice. Like she's going to be judged favorably for what she's doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I do think there should be some benefits as well in the personal life. And maybe that's a, one of your client's concerns there. They're very focused on what about my personal life? I got all this great stuff going on there. Is that going to be okay? I'd be pretty optimistic. Still, that would be that would be strong and there'd be improvements in the personal life as well. Yeah. Uh, next, let's talk about Gemini or Gemini rising. We're going to talk about your third house. Mm-hmm. So this should be excellent for groups of friends showing up uh-huh. for you or having a very active social calendar. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think there's a lot more language related to love. Uh, so maybe those topics of what's your love language, maybe learning about what my love language is, uh, but also breakthroughs in love relationships. And again, that can be, you know, can be, oh, I, okay, that person's dropped in priority. This person has come up on the ladder, so to speak, but it's very social, exceptionally social and usually kind of um, positively exciting, I would say. Yeah, this would definitely favor any short travel And I do think they could see some upgrades in just their daily life. So things that we don't just, we don't necessarily write home about, but, oh, I upgraded, you know, the handle to my front door. And now it's much easier to get the front door open and closed every day when I come and go from work. Yeah. 
Now, great. Is a, I do expect some details in the work environment, particularly where they're trying to prove themselves, yeah. proving I can do this, I can handle this, I can deal with this negotiation or whatever it may be. Gemini's will shine. Yeah. Next for Sagittarius or Sagittarius rising, let's look to the ninth house. So Sagittarius might feel particularly lucky under this I energy. So. I agree. They might receive some financial benefits. They might feel like, oh, I have their blessing or I have their support. And again, these can be just things where, oh, I was planning on paying for that and someone else picked up the tab. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or they can be invited in. Didn't know I wasn't, didn't know I was going to be, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm part of that group now. It's qualifying. It's being invited. It's somehow being validated. You are better than what you realize. Yeah. Really nice one, though, for travel opportunities, educational opportunities, and just to be honest, just getting some respect. Yeah. So I think Sagittarius are going to love this. I do too. Next, let's talk about Cancer or Cancer Rising. Mm-hmm. Uh, this would be happening in your second house. So this is an excellent one, I would think, for money. Yeah. Uh, so if you're commission-based, you could just say, wow, my checks have just been out of this world. They've been excellent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Excellent time as well for long-term investments. Yeah, they're, they're really going to learn about finances. And sometimes you have to have a little money to start learning. Oh, where do I put it? How do I manage it? So it could start there. But again, depending where you're at the ladder, you could be learning all sorts and benefiting and being, uh, here's an opportunity to make a great investment. Uh, it's a great time for long-term investments particularly strong for real estate, things that are going to play out over time. This isn't necessarily a hustling type of energy where we're going to flip something in in two weeks and make money. It has a tendency to play out a little bit longer. But again, why? The good part about that, it provides stability. And because of that word stability, we could also talk about love showing up because love does provide some stability. Clearly, clearly. And just the fun part of it, uh, with that happening, I would think they'd be having some great meals, like some really, whatever they might call gourmet in their life, you know, I mean, the ultimate eating in the ultimate restaurant, um, achieving some masterpiece in their kitchen. Um, It should be great for the culinary experience. Next, let's talk about Capricorn or Capricorn rising. We're going to look at your eighth house. So it's going to sound a little bit similar in regards to the money, um, of course, but it could be um, even more serious in regards to money where it's a real estate, it's big investments, creating that long-term stability. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there could be some real indulgences happening here. You know, this might be where the one, this is once in a lifetime. This is the last house we're ever going to buy. So man, this is going to be, we're going all out, you know, so there could be some heavy indulging in big ticket items and that's okay for the short term. It's just, <laughs> it's just that that bill repeats every year from here on out, not good, but really good to really put some money, a lot of money into one thing, so to speak. And again, this is through uh, October. I think we've all had that experience before where we're used to buying something and then sometimes we're at the grocery store and we're like, you know what? I'm going to splurge today. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like this energy where looking back on it, you might think, oh my gosh, yeah, I did spend a little bit more than I used to, but that could be the Venus in Leo influencing it. 
Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And there could be more pressure, more political pressure to impress other people. You could be hosting. You could be trying to catch the eye. This is, could be a very flirtatious energy, right? I'm trying to catch their attention. I'm going to buy this expensive uh, piece of clothing. I'm going to go to this expensive place because I want to impress. I want to meet a certain type of person. Yeah. Next, let's talk about Leo um, or Leo rising. So of course this is, yeah, if you're Leo rising, this could be happening right there on your ascendant um, or hitting your sun. Uh, so we're gonna talk about the first house. So this should be very nice where I would think other people can kind of visibly see that, you know, you're having more fun, you're showing up more places. You might feel more inclined to post on social media because you're feeling more confident about yourself. This could be weight loss, you know, that all, or it could be a makeover, it could be a new hairstyle. You're standing out, you're radiating. Yeah. And you're, and you it's really funny because sometimes it's none of those things that I just said, but somehow people look at you and they can see it. You're looking so confident. You're looking so, wow, powerful. You know, they can't put the finger on what it is. Yeah. And it could be love, right? It could be falling in love and that can have, give everyone a real jolt of energy as well. Very strong for romance or talking about romantic relationships. Yeah. They should be in the limelight. They should and yeah, whether they're just getting that attention walking into work or they're saying, yeah, like I'm getting more confident. I'm posting on social media. I'm showing people what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Take yeah. it, take it in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Leo's I'm so far Leo's and Sagittarius. I think they're going to have the best time with this energy so far. Yeah. Uh, next, let's talk about Aquarius or Aquarius mm -hmm. rising. This would be highlighting the seventh house. Mm -hmm. So there can be uh, more focus. You could be seeing partner exceed. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, this would of course be beneficial for any sort of new contracts that are showing up for Aquarius, where there's some sort of joint venture happening. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think, and this is kind of a twist, not, not, not as doesn't sound positive, but you could be, um, oh, you may flush out someone that is more of an enemy than the friend that you thought. Mm. Uh, seventh house is open enemies, people that show up and, oh gosh, they're competing against me. They're trying to beat, they're trying to get this gig over mine, so to speak. So just be aware that you become more aware of who or what you're up against. And again, that would be beneficial to know that. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Aquarius, this would be an excellent time to be dating or putting yourself back out there as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Absolutely. If you seven years, that's a great one for wear a ring on your ring finger. Not permanently, it's just a, it just a cure during this time period uh, because it's that motivation that is, if that's if that's your goal. Say that again, because I think I might've been talking. I just want to make sure that they hear the whole. Oh, I just said there's a little cure for this energy, uh, Aquarius, if you want to put a ring on your ring finger, it's just a temporary cure, wear it under this influence because it kind of confirms I am in relationships, I am connected. So it's like a, it's like a mantra. It's like your affirmation. You're not saying it, but that's what your ring finger is saying. Again, it's just a cure. It just strengthens that awareness uh, of meeting, being in connection, whether it's a new company, whether it's a new partner, uh, you know, whether it's a new best friend. It's that idea that you're out there looking, seeking, you know, wanting a an attachment. Yeah. Seventh house would also be tangible upgrades. So Aquarians could oh. be showing up in yeah. you know, a new car, in a new refrigerator or something where people can see, oh, that's uh, an upgrade yeah, nice. in your life. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, next, let's talk about Virgo or Virgo rising. This would be aspecting the 12th house. Another nice one here, really great for travel, particularly cultural immersions where you're going to go and we're going to get into this one activity or something cultural, uh, uh, you know, where we're learning how they do things differently. Really strong time for what I call free money, uh, generosity being shown to you. Uh, there could be more focus as well on maybe religions or, uh, you know, your spiritual life. So you could be going to a seminar or buying the book on on tape, so to speak, or uh, Kindle, I guess I should say, or the going to lectures. So really strong. One warning there for Virgos. I do think they're going to be focusing on some aspect of health, their mental, emotional, or if it's physical, maybe their digestive system. Yeah. And then last, we have Pisces or Pisces rising. Uh, this puts focus on your sixth house. So there could be also for Pisces, a strong focus on the healthcare of the body. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, they might be just more sensitive to outside influences. And of course it would put a big focus on how they serve. So there could be some nice opportunities showing up for them where they can serve on a larger level. They could get a gig that, oh, I'm getting paid, you know, a lot more than I usually do something that seems very nice. Mm -hmm. But very sensitive to that when you said meanness or harshness in the workplace, the inequity, anything where they're being dissed or someone else, their best friend is being dissed, very sensitive to that. Absolutely. So that concludes all 12 signs of how Leo in, I'm sorry, how Venus in Leo uh, mm -hmm. will affect everyone through October 8th of this year. Again, you could go back to 2015, think about what was going on at that time. Could you relate to the interpretations that we shared today? Uh, because those would have been the same interpretations that we would have talked about in 2015. Mm -hmm. So thank you guys so much for joining us today. And we look forward to speaking to you next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.